the college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by mybookie.ag. Mybookie is the place you want to bet to get on all the college basketball and NBA action. Use the promo code SGP to receive up to a thousand dollars in bonus bets. That's promo code SGP. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. We're also brought to you by Simply Safe, the leader in home security. Go to simplysafe.com slash SGP today to get free shipping on your order plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash SGP to save on home security today. S-I-M-P-L-I safe.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Monkey Knife Fight. Monkey Knife Fight is the fastest-growing daily fantasy site on the planet, and if you use the promo code SGP, you get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's monkeyknifefight.com, promo code SGP. Yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience. My name is Colby Swinging Dantabase Dan, aka Pick Dundee in the motherfucking place to be. I'm just, I, I got to add on to it, dude. I got to add on to it. I got to go, that's not a pick. This is a pick. <laughs> when we make that's our not picks, a pick. Yeah, this, this is a is pick. pick. <laughs> got to work on my Australian accent. Beautiful. <laughs> but if you're wondering who else is on this pod, my co-host, the legendary Burrito Wheaton, sideline kiss stealing, woo, wheeling and dealing, woo, give it up for Farmer, woo, Farmer James Madison, defensive back, current douchebag, the Titan of Tecmo, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, there we go. Yeah, buddy. That's an introduction. Muddy knows it. When he hears it, yeah. It's Muddy go Waters, time. my 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 lovely dog by Charlie Strong. I'm looking at the background. Charlie Strong hired to Nick Saban staff at, at Alabama, by the way. Nice. Not hire. to just dive in there. I just saw that on the bottom line. Nick Saban, to his credit, does a great job. You know what is great about Nick Saban? He's so uh established and irrefutably the king that he can take on a dude with a big name. And that dude knows yeah. his role. Sarkeesian. You know? Yeah. He has no problem telling a guy to shut the fuck up. And, and he doesn't even have to. He's like, I'm Nick. I'm the big dick. Yeah. I'm, I'm Mandingo here. Yeah. You guys, you know, you may, you may be packing whatever porn star cocks, yeah. but. And nothing. And you still nothing compared to me. Charlie Strong. Uh, is he going to be a head coach again in college football? He's uh, getting old. Long in the tooth. Charlie Strong. You were on record. You were a big Charlie Strong defender. I still am. Wow. I think he's, he's a good he coach. He was horrible at South Florida. He had a tough run there, but you never know. One stop does not a career make. You what know? about Texas? That's two stops. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Uh, 
But Texas has been a fucking dumpster fire for years now. I mean, uh, Tom Herman, we said, okay, maybe he... Well, he's done better than Charlie Strong. Charlie Strong lost to Kansas and won five games. Well, he's got... Tom Herman's got a little fucking microwave offense there, but (laughs) we'll see if he can sustain any success there. Already people have caught up to it. It's a fucking big 12. They see it. They're like, yeah, we've seen this little cookie cutter bullshit you do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On to the next one. Maybe in the Big Ten, buddy. Maybe that shit flies. So but you're in a Big lot, Twelve country. A lot of people have Texas projected as a top five team next year. Yeah. Well, a lot of people have had Miami a top five team for the yeah. last fifty five years. Yeah. Well, and they haven't 20. won shit. Yeah. Since uh, what two thousand four? Ken Dorsey, right? Come on. Ken Dorsey's probably applying for Social Security as we talk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how are you, buddy? Life's good. Life is good. You know, college basketball continues to evolve before our very eyes. Uh, like you said, on the dance base top 25, just a couple of days ago. Yeah. Uh, the top four remain largely unchanged, but the rest is topsy turvy throughout the landscape. So interesting to watch. And tonight, no exception. Uh, the, the rest is chaos right now, by the way, Dayton 62 VCU 59 living on that bubble. Uh, I don't know if it's a final. I just changed it over to that game. Cause I've been going back and forth between that and the Oklahoma. I made it. I, I took Oklahoma to upset Baylor and, and they finagled my way into this thing of locking it. Mm. The, the Twitter fans. Hey, there is time left in that one. Yeah. Well, by the way, you, you so you have Dayton minus what? Four. Ooh. Is it three or four? Yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm teetering on the edge here. There's 27 seconds left and Dayton is up by three. This is the fun thing. You know, I got to hand it to Vegas. The spread on that game is three and a half. Whew. Motherfuckers. I got to hand it to Vegas. Every single game, it comes down to the last possession. What was the one we were watching earlier tonight? Where the uh, Wisconsin, I have a lock oh, on Wisconsin. Man. The spread's three and a half on that one. Uh, fucking Wisconsin's up four. Makes Wa- a free throw with like six seconds left to be up four. To put it up to yeah. four. The guy, you know, I'm worried because we think they're going to drive down and get a freebie layup that yeah. means nothing. Obviously. He goes for the three. They shoot you got the three. lucky he went for the three. Yeah, I did. Because They would have gave him that layup. That's right. I mean, they gave him the fucking three. It was wide yeah. open. Yeah. They didn't even challenge it smartly. And uh, Clank. Here's so. the thing. Down four, you should just. I don't even understand why you're shooting the three. You should just go for the two foul. Score us the two as fast as possible. Foul and hope they miss. And oh, then I guess with what five seconds left. Event. I see. I disagree with that. At a certain point, well, let me let me ask. What's you this. your probability though? If they're giving you a layup and they're giving you a three, your probability of making the layup is much easier. Yeah, it's much easier. But then it's just going to be the same thing again with less time the next time down well, court. I mean, assuming you, they make their free, th- they do yeah. miss their free throws a lot. They <laughs> That's do. Miss what I'm their- saying, like. I think you take the layup. You know what? I'm I'm a I'm a shoot the three guy. Another thing is five second inbounds in college basketball. That happens. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you play tight defense, although I don't see that very often. Another thing is when you make it, you can call timeout. That's true, but you don't get it at half court. No, I'm saying the defense can call timeout. Okay, is that not? Uh, can that not be done in the NBA? I don't think so. Huh. Not sure though. I don't remember. I feel like the NBA gives as many liberties as possible. That That's kind of the thing with pro sports. I was watching a, a thing on, uh, or I was watching a college basketball game like a week ago. And like one of the announcers was like, I'd like to see them get the NBA rule where you move the, you move the ball up. I hate that rule. Do you? I do. I'm not as opposed to that. No, I, like- I think it makes for more entertaining finishes. Like, well, let, let, let's let me, let me, let me push back on you here. 
You're against uh, the coffin corner punt. You like what the XFL is doing Loved here. what the XFL did. Yeah, they're penalizing you. It comes out to the 35 just like a kickoff that goes well, out of bounds. Well, because this, <clears throat> look, and I get it. I, there, there's, a, there's an art to the, the coffin corner punt. Yeah. But uh, you, know, you want to see exciting plays yeah. when you watch football. So, if if so, I know that I'm going to see Dante Hall or Eric Metcalf return the ball no matter what, like six times a game, Yeah, that's more of a reason for me to watch. So let me, uh, no, no, you just fucking made my case for me. Why then are you opposed to the ball being pushed up to half court because, so that a more exciting play can be made at the buzzer? Well, because you're moving up the ball when the ball wasn't moved. Okay. You think it's free yardage? You think it's the... Yeah, because uh, you should reward the defense. That is, that's very similar to the NFL moving up the ball on a pass interference. That's what I mean when I say the pro sports tend to... You know, obviously favor the offense more. Yeah. Even though in college the scores get more. So I don't inflated. think it's accurate to compare it to the punt. In football, at least. Uh, fair. Okay, there is a difference there. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like uh, we would have never saw the Grant Hill Leitner play. Oh, I knew you were gonna bring that up. Yes. <laughs> or or Melvin Levitt. Melvin Levitt, guys. Speaking of which, I was just thinking about this a few minutes ago. It's almost like Colby and I have a sixth sense to bring back moments of glory. Hey, look at that play. The great Alaskan shootout, 1999 Duke Cincinnati. I remember watching it in my basement, but yeah. look at all time. Greatest putback dunks. Uh, Melvin Levitt. Uh-huh. Oh, the that helicopter. Filthy, That's yeah. the best dunk ever. Pause the podcast right now. Right. Go, or keep go, listening. Go to look up Melvin Levitt dunk on YouTube. And then you'll see the best dunk that ever happened. You covered with Dayton, by the way, boom, <laughs> by a point and a half. You lucky, hey, lucky fool. It is better to be lucky than it is to be good. <laughs> so you're on fire right now. I guess barely over 500 on the day, but I guess that counts. You're on a gravy train with biscuit wheels, buddy. All right. <laughs> now let's, let's talk some other college basketball action. You said Maryland's going to win it all. Mm-hmm. You still feel it's, it's only been about 36 hours since then. Uh, I do. I do because I think they're, um, and now I'm drawing a blank on motherfucker's name again. Cowan. Yeah. Anthony Cowan. Anthony Cowan. Yeah. I think that you have to have a ice cold, uh, playmaker. What, he hit three, three pointers in a row the other day. Against Michigan state yeah. down the stretch, yeah, yeah. right? When they needed it. Um, yeah, there's the ice cold dude. And when you surround that dude with other guys that can make buckets, like, uh, let me, let me, let me give you guys a little story here. I was, uh, an eighth, eight year old basketball coach. Right. I yeah. wasn't eight years old coaching basketball. Colby and I were on the same basketball team when we were eight years old. But when I was probably 25 years old, 24, 25 years old, it must've been 24 because it was more before I moved. It might, might, might've even been 22. Right? Okay. Fresh out of college. I start my coaching career as a basketball coach with the eight year olds in the local league. You know, we got one playmaker, right? Okay. We I'm, give it to I'm him. on board. We give it to him down the stretch. We're in a critical situation, right? But we got one other dude who can make an open shot and we drew up the play for the dude that could do it all. Right. And lo and behold, the whole defense collapsed on him when we could have kicked to the baseline and hit the mm. dude who could hit the open shot. Mm. Instead, he gets clogged up. Shot gets altered One on five shoots it one on five shoots it. Everyone's ah. crying after the game, you know? And so, Basically, the whole point is you extrapolate that to the next level. You need your playmaker. You need your automatic guy to carry your team when you need it. But you also need a couple supporting guys to hit big shots. You got to know think, when to pass. That's right. And I think Maryland has the capability 
They're red hot right now. I'll tell you that. They are red. They are red hot. Are you worried that they're peaking too early? Yes. I would be too. Yeah. Especially a team like Maryland that is a streaky team. You know, they were cold. They couldn't finish before. Like we said, they've learned to finish a little bit, but maybe things catch up to them a little bit. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this is the best week so far of the entire season. The next like four or five days. Yeah. For college basketball. I haven't even taken a look at the schedule coming up, but that's, I mean, well, I mean, obviously the, the we're getting closer and closer and these bubble teams are playoff games essentially. Right. But I mean, you got Butler Seton hall going on tomorrow. Uh, that's a seating kind of game. Less of a, uh, yeah, but still just an awesome game. Yeah. Should go down to the wire. I think Michigan Rutgers. Nice. I mean, the Big Ten is open. It's still anyone's game. You is Michigan I mean? a a pretty safe bet for the tourney at this point? Would you say? I'd say it's looking good. Yeah, it's looking good. But I, I, you still have enough season left where they could fumble that. Yeah, but I would say they're looking good. How right do now. you assess Jawan Howard's? Uh, and there's obviously a uh, first year. Yeah, there's there's a there's a started out red hot. Yeah, had some injuries, faded. Uh, that point guard still can't hit free throws. I think it's a good first year, and I, I I've seen the way he's been recruiting. Yeah. The future is bright at Michigan. By the way, Beeline quit the Cavs today. Tonight, within the last hour, it seems like. Uh, Once again, classic example. How many times do I got to say this? With the exception of Brad Stevens. Yeah. How many coaches? Maybe Billy Donovan. Yeah. Which I still think Donovan probably wishes he stayed in college. Yeah. Um, That step up. You think it's going to be awesome? Billy Donovan was an animal. And look, those two coaches, I don't know a ton about the Celtics culture from a coaching, like in an organizational and a fan base, like support standpoint, I can tell you for sure that Oklahoma city seems to be rabid, obviously having success. We haven't seen that organization suffer through losses. So, but there's going to be fan support. There's, I would say a relatively low level of hateration among the, and and discontent from the fan base, you know, so there's (laughs) maybe a longer leash, which he hasn't needed. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Stevens at Boston, you know, obviously the same deal. He's had relative success. Yeah. So, um, but I do think that both of those seem like fan bases and franchises that would, you know, be a more uh, particularly like coach friendly situation as opposed to a lot of other places in the NBA, which, you know, it's uh, well, even in the NFL to a certain extent, how many college coaches really make that jump up successfully? Saban didn't do it. Petrino didn't do it. You know, we say Saban didn't do it. He went eight and eight in his first year. Yeah, and then he and quit on his team like he does on every other team he's done. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, Saban's a bitch. <laughs> I mean, he's a great coach, but yeah, um, great coach. But he dude, that was a bitch move that he did at Michigan State and with the Dolphins. And then he returned the favor to Michigan State again. Yeah. With well, not- actually, he returned the favor by giving them a coach. Yeah. And fucking Colorado over. So he's like, oh, it's no problem. Let me make a phone call. I know this guy. I know. I know this guy. He's a scumbag, just like me. <laughs> Let me call him up. He'll just dip out. All right. Um. But but I mean, what college coaches really made the the jump to you? Mm. Kingsbury struggled year one, but I, I think that was kind of expected. Man, this is like uh, something I'm not prepared for. Not even like. Uh, Spurrier failed with the Redskins. How did uh the dude at Penn State who uh Bill O'Brien? I mean, they made the playoffs. He had a decent, but he's already gone. I would, but he's not, a, he was also not a college coach. He was from the Patriots. Yeah. Came to college. Yeah. He didn't earn his stripes in college. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, what do you but, think Ryan day? Do you think he'll, uh, 
He's a pro guy. Or Lincoln Riley, some say, but he's a college guy. I think so too. Yeah. He's at Oklahoma. He'd be fine. Yeah. But I, I, I would always argue, despite my examples, that the NBA fate that normally happens less. How about Bill Walsh there, buddy? There you go. That was a long time ago. But the best part about Walsh is he he brought it home at the end. Came back to came back. That's right. That's right. Um, less scumbaggy than Nick Saban. Yes. Yes. Quite a bit less scumbaggy. Uh, but but uh, but what do you think though? Beeline. Uh, obviously, I think we talked about this a little bit pre-episode. You get these college coaches that are are are, are hard asses mm-hmm. and awesome coaches. Yeah. You know, we've seen. Uh, you wonder why Coach K's never done it, or why Roy Williams has never done it, or Izzo. Yeah, you got to figure the itch has happened. I mean, Calipari tried it, right? Calipari or- tried, failed. Patino tried, failed. Uh, Beeline failed. Tarkanian failed. Yeah, and they quickly went back to These college. Are a lot of national yeah. championships. Yeah. yeah, quickly went back to college, and then and then started kicking ass again. So, I just remember like uh, Muscleman on the on, on the Warriors came yeah. in like his press conference was like, "We're going to be running." I'm going to run these guys. Practices are going to be 110%. We're going to run a full court press. This team is going to be, we're watching the, we're watching the press conference, me and my brother, yeah. Nick and, and, and one of our other friends. And it's already like, we're just like, this guy doesn't realize the NBA basketball does not try that hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they are not going to be going, you're in over your head, dude. If you think you're going to have these dudes running laps yeah. at fucking practice, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's guaranteed money. Kobe Bryant's going to, Every player is like Roger Dorn. Literally NBA, fart right? on your face. <laughs> Kobe Bryant's going to hold your head up. But Kobe Bryant was actually one of the dudes that would actually well, try 100% practice. Yeah, that's true. Maybe uh, Latrell Spiro. Well, he yeah. actually did choke his coach. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you well, go. There's another example, Carlosimo. Carlosimo. Great college coach. He had some success in the NBA, though. Still, he took he went to the National Championship in college. Yeah. Not did he quite. Win national, no, he took him. He might No, he just took him to the Final Four National Championship. Seton Hall. Trying to remember which one it was, but yeah, I think he fit more in college anyway. What was, his, what was his success one. in the NBA? Where was he? Uh, Portland or no, uh, Carlisle Mount. Where was he? He was in Oakland and or Warriors. And I think he was in Portland for a little bit. I think he had some success in Portland. Yeah. Well, Portland never misses the playoffs. Yeah. They're the Atlanta true. Hawks of the West. Wait, <laughs> in terms of Portland always makes it. Atlanta always misses well, Atlanta it. Atlanta used to always make it oh, okay. and they would always lose They're the San Antonio Spurs or the Utah Jazz. They actually make the playoffs. Yeah, but the Jazz and the Spurs. Oh, Atlanta was. You're right. Yeah, Atlanta for like like twenty years years ago. Yeah, yeah. Was like, oh, they're in the playoffs. We're a second round team every fucking year. Kind of like the Pacers now. Yeah, Pacers will make the playoffs every year. They're they're irrelevant though. Yeah, there's no way they're gonna go to the finals. I'm glad though the Pacers at least got that Lakers NBA Finals. We got to see Reggie Miller play in in an NBA Finals. That was so deserving. Look, and I hated Reggie Miller for a long time, but I loved his comments when uh. When the Lakers went and 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 got the the one off season they they signed uh, Gary Payton, Carl Malone, Carl Malone, and I believe Mitch Richmond. Yeah, and they're late in their career, and they Reggie Miller was a free agent, and he just took a one year deal with the Pacers, I think, yeah. for much less money than the than, than what than what I think the Lakers were going to offer him. Yeah, and he and his comments were something to the effect of like. I can't do, I just can't do that. Like, I just can't sell out to, to, to for one year to buy a champion. He said something yeah. like, I I'm just not going to try to buy a championship. Yeah. Or maybe, Reggie maybe he was taking the pay cut. I don't remember, but I know he made a, a statement say, basically saying, fuck you to Carl Malone and Gary Payton. Yeah. Yeah. Reggie Miller was a real one. And, he, and 
few people hated him more than Colby and I. Actually, I'm sure a ton of people hated him more than Colby and I. No, but remember when he pushed off Jordan, gave him his own. That that was he became a, a favorite of mine yeah. at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I officially started liking him exactly at that moment. <laughs> well, dude, you got to give it to him. Like that dude was fucking. You knew if that guy had the ball. Yeah. In the final, like I even I would even argue that he's right there with Jordan as far as like clutch. I think he might be better than Jordan Clutch. Like that guy was automatic in like the final minute of the Jordan game. Because Jordan was going to take the shot no matter what. Miller was going to hit the shot like ninety five percent of the time. It could be like a fifty footer, and you that did motherfucker not want was that motherfucker with the ball against your team. <laughs> God, man, where are we at here? No, th- okay, so we have a bunch of good college basketball action. We're going to talk. We're going to preview XFL Week Three. We don't have the lines because we're recording on Tuesday because I have a show tomorrow. So the lines I'm not seeing up, but I'm but I'm gonna look while we're we're recording here. Uh, but I want to talk college basketball. Obviously, this is the thick of college basketball. We're gonna touch on some college football as well, um, and and uh, we'll touch you know what baseball. I, it's been, while we're talking NBA, LeBron James blasts the Houston Astros, which everyone should. Everyone should, but yeah, I'm loving to see all these. But those who live in glass houses, yeah. Should not throw stuff. I love the irony, though. I mean, look, and I'm all for the Astros, like getting w- like the, I thought the owner gave him a pass. The the league. I mean, uh, the commissioner. Commissioner. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. And I and w- their interviews are so entitled. Yeah, they're so fucking they're entitled. Urban Meyer uh, yeah. apologies. Yeah, um, I didn't do anything wrong, but I'm sorry. I guess. Yeah, maybe. But for LeBron but James sorry. to say this, like, I'd be just, I, and I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Like, for them to cheat now? Granted, I don't think a NBA franchise cheated. Yeah, but I do think the NBA cheated to help Cleveland by suspending Draymond Green for something that wasn't even called a foul in real time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His like, uh, I mean, he did kick the guy's nuts, but I do think that it was very strategic on the NBA's part, and the NBA, I would say the closest league easily. And it's not even close. Uh, what about the Jordan push off on Brian the, Russell to the WWE Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of just utter predictability of like, you know, making the storyline work. Do I bring up the Sacramento Kings, Los Angeles Lakers, Western conference final was like 47 fouls called to seven. Right. We bring it up or all the, the time. Heat Mavericks, but it, it's six impossible to ignore. I just find it hilarious that he was doing that. Right. NBA players, by the way, I mean, when look, when Kobe died, I don't know if we've went down this route. Yeah. You know, obviously that was a tragedy and that was horrible. Of course. But I thought they were so out of touch with fucking the everyday person. I even, tw- I think I tweeted this. The NBA themselves or? The players. I watched like Shaq and Paul Pierce and one other guy throughout the, the two days or three days when Kobe died and they, they were doing specials. Yeah. And they were saying like, I don't think people realize that like when we're, they, they don't, they don't, uh, you know, respect our lives enough that. We're on the road nonstop, so we miss our kids' first steps and, and basketball practice and stuff like that. Which I think is a is a valid point. But no, I what, think what you every, said yeah. in, in return is there are a lot of me now I don't have kids, you know. Dude, so. every what do you mean? They get four months off a year. They can take their kids to fucking Bora Bora. That's true. My my father was a cop. I never he never made it to a lot of my until he switched jobs later in life. Yeah. He didn't make it to all of our shit. He's working his ass off. Yeah. Like at my, my first childhood years, like what one through 10. Yeah. I barely remember my dad being there. Yeah. He's working his ass off. Yeah. Yeah. Never made any of my basketball practices. I'm making millions of dollars. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like your average person in the world is working their ass off. Yeah. Yeah. 
if they're uh, pay, if they're eating and they don't get four months off a year and they don't have millions of dollars in the bank account. I'm like, man, you want me to feel you want me to feel sorry for you? Sorry, check. Yeah. And I mean, I think you're a cool dude. Probably a hell of a guy to get a beer with. Right. But you are fucking out of touch with the average person. The average person does not get a, the, the luxury. I mean, maybe one of the two. Just like, just I like, feel Shaq. like we're, we're taking a shit right now. We're taking a piss. It's a little rough. You know, it's still a little fresh on the Kobe thing to be. Uh, I mean, it's not on Kobe at all. No, this isn't I, about I, Kobe. no Kobe was great, but man. you're right. You're right. It is about, uh, it, it happens a lot though. That like uh, of recent, I would say the past like decade, I feel like, I don't know what other situation it was where I feel like they're so out of touch with, well, they've been fucking millionaires from, yeah. you know, I don't know if it was NBA point, though. It might've been NFL. I'm not sure, lives. but. I feel like a couple of years ago, something else happened where I'm like, man, these guys have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, Shaq, yeah, he's had. And when you think about a guy like Shaq, who was probably like six, five at the age of 12, like been catered to since you were fucking like yeah. eighth grade. Yeah. And yeah. I, look, and, more, and he seems like a good dude. I'm not trying to shit on him. I'm just saying he's out of touch when just he makes that statement. Really had to grind. When he makes that statement, I'm like, saying yes. Like a regular person does in a long his, time. His wife is taking his kids to basketball practice. That's what happened. My mom took me to basketball practice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. She watched, stayed for the practice, went to my games. And that's fine. That's good parenting. But I'm saying, like, it was, it was hardly ever until later in life when I was, like, a teenager. Let me push back on yeah. you a little bit, though. Your father. Yeah. Had he died when you were 13 years old, right? Would you say that he lived alone? Well, I guess that's the point, is that... He's a quote quote normal citizen, and that would have been, you know. No, that is my point. Experience. Is like he, that, I, and I think uh, I asked my friends, you know, like, yeah. I mean, you're, uh, dude, was your mom and dad at every practice? No, that's exactly my yeah. point. Is the average American does not have that luxury, or or kids' first steps? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we do get it. We don't mean to be fucking downers here. No, Shaq's a good dude. I'm just saying he's out of touch with it. It's okay. That happens to me. I've been wrong. Yeah. You've been wrong before. Maybe he was just trying to make a point that Kobe, you know, but did, everyone was milking that, that point was overloaded that week. That yep. point was overloaded that week. Paul Pierce saying, I don't think the everyday person realizes. I'm like, no, I realize. Right. I realize you're on the road. <laughs> that, was, that was my parents and yeah. my experience. Too. I, and I also realized that like you guys have also like the players union have demanded that, that you guys get like longer breaks between your fucking 82 games. And Kawhi, <laughs> Leonard, has a, and Kawhi Leonard will take off on November 6th when the season started on October 29th. <laughs> he turns his ankle and he's out for two years. No, Kawhi Leonard <laughs> just straight sat out of the game this year. He sat box. out a season with the Spurs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, I'm going to get some more ice and Fuck a little you. more Evan Williams. You just fucking nursed that shit all night. Hey, what okay. do you think about this? We're watching LSU right now. Yeah. LSU's got a player named Evan Williams. Hey, Evan Williams. I'm hoping LSU plays Arizona State because Arizona State has a guard named Remy Martin. Oh, and we man. can see the great liquor who, battle. Right? Who is the superior liquor? Now, if you're Evan Williams and you are going to play SEC basketball and you could be Evan Williams at Kentucky, maybe he didn't get an offer. He, he, no, if he went at LSU, well, LSU, they paid him too. Yeah. <laughs> we have that on record. I'm not being a bitter person over here. That's actually a fact. Right. <laughs> Players got paid at LSU right. it's and on the NCAA trap. has done right. nothing. Hilarious. Okay. Your yes, headphones are on. So don't get up and just fucking walk away. Cause your headphones are on. Boom. We have upgraded. I am yes. official now with a very nice rip this whole fucking thing out. If you walk without the headphones, <laughs> I got to adjust to this. We're uh, sloppy here. We're not even talking anything. Okay. I'm going to some college basketball. Games. All right. You talk. I'm going to get some ice.
Uh, huge game if you if you do pay attention to the mid majors. Well, first I said on Wednesday uh, tomorrow. By the time you're listening to this, you got Michigan Rutgers, Syracuse, Louisville. You got to figure Syracuse running out of opportunities to make this tournament. Uh, Boston College, Virginia. I got a feeling. I got a feeling that the Eagles are going for the sweep. Going for the sweep in Charlottesville. Look, Virginia's got to lose one of these fucking close games. It's got to happen. They've won like five or six close games in a row. They're due. They're due. Uh, Miami at Virginia Tech, I guess. I think both those teams are kind of done. Providence at Georgetown. Huge opportunity here for Providence. South Carolina, Mississippi State's a good one. Villanova, DePaul. DePaul, DePaul faded like a fucking... Like a, they folded up like a lawn chair. Duke at NC State. I think there's some upset potential going on there. Oh, thank you, buddy. Appreciate that ice. Tulsa at Houston, a big one in the AAC. And then as we move into Thursday slate, like I said, this weekend is fucking incredible. Thursday, though, there's a big one. North Florida at Liberty. If, if you, any Liberty fans out there, any North Florida, this is for the top seed in their conference tournament. Let's talk about scumbag, uh, quote, quote, Christian schools. I... Uh... As I have mentioned many times before, uh, Colby is the resident expert on the college uh, basketball scene. I am catching up um, on a daily basis, but I have a long road to hoe. But kind of was in the dark. I had heard about what happened with the Baylor thing, but I wasn't paying close enough attention to know the details of it. Back in the early 2000s, when one of their players... Yeah, uh, murdered another player. Yeah, and then what's their coach's name again? What the fuck was Dave his name? Uh, Bliss? Bliss. Dave Bliss. Yeah. So Colby filled me in on this, and so one of the ultimate scumbag coaching moves of all time. Probably yeah. got to be right up there as the tops. Yeah, one of the worst things I've ever yeah. heard in my life. Uh, the dude tries to soil the guy, the player who got murdered's name yeah, by try- saying he was a drug dealer. Yeah, and like basically, I don't know, throwing so, off the so, investigation. Yeah, just. Just horrible. His parents are already grieving. Like right. this poor it's guy, like, oh, guy. He's a scumbag drug yeah. dealer. No motherfucker. You're the worst human being on earth. And then lo and behold, this motherfucker gets hired by a Christian university who only, despite all of that shit, having gone down and being presumably common knowledge yeah. at that point, only uh, loses his job, resigns once a, uh, like a showtime year, a year documentary yeah. comes yeah. out. Like exposing the whole thing, so it's like, and and lo and behold, we have a who is it at Liberty? Uh, Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze has a whores on the uh, <laughs> paying players and and yeah. uh, soliciting prostitution yeah, yeah. on the company on the school phone. <laughs> Jeez! <laughs> and Liberty steps right up. And is like, oh, you can win some games. You're our coach. Yeah, we love you here. You fit right in. <laughs> All right, you fit right in here. Look, I am a Catholic. I'm not saying Notre Dame has been perfect. Certainly not. I think Notre Dame's as much a scumbag in all likelihood college football program as any other one. So I guess maybe I should shut the fuck up, <laughs> but it is college sports, but geez, like if you're gonna like have a religious name, have a little, like understand that there are people that, yeah. you know, their, their beliefs well, are tied I mean, to there's this always shit. though, like B- even BYU kicking off. Uh, I think they're bleeding score two years ago for having premarital sex. <laughs> well, BYU to their credit sticking to their fucking. Guns. I don't believe that they had Jim McMahon there. I don't fucking believe that one fucking bit. And this guy just wasn't good enough. 
Yeah. Well, you look at Jim how- McMahon was a quarterback at BYU. You know damn well he was the guy the that shows up to Bears minicamp with a thirty pack of beer. <laughs> you know damn well he was, he was plugging every yeah. chick in fucking Provo. Okay, and and then and you saw uh, what? Um, you telling me Danny Ainge and uh, went? You don't think he was having sex? Maybe Tell me not. Steve Young wasn't Danny having sex. Danny Ainge though would be Danny Ainge. Now the only one that like I would believe that wasn't having sex is like Ty Detmer. And I'm like, oh yeah, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> Damn good Mormon. Um, but uh, what's it called? Uh, Danny Age probably yeah. He's he's, he's a little shit. Around. He's yeah. throwing that D around. <laughs> Guarantee you. Uh, wait 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 wait. I don't know where the fuck we were. Let, <laughs> let's let's get back on topic here. All right, we're talking North Florida at Liberty. Huge game. College basketball Thursday night. Look, I'm telling you, these games all weekend are. F- I mean, uh, for literally Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I mean, Friday's a little weak, but always is. Uh, I mean, even nor- if Thursday, Northern Iowa at Indiana State. Indiana State's one of the better teams in the Missouri Valley. That's one to watch. Ohio State at Iowa. You got it. who you got in that? Ohio State's Ohio starting State. to, to get some wins, but starting to figure it out. Ohio State. You at just saw Iowa. some film on Garza. That's a damn good game. Garza, the number one uh, player efficiency rating in the nation. Um, skilled big man. Um, maybe not supremely athletic, but not uh, not a poor athlete. This Iowa team actually has potential to go pretty far, I think. You do? I do. I don't. I think they mm. lack the athleticism. Like, if you can get caught by a team in the tournament, maybe not. Maybe it's just like... Seating matters and well, it's easy for the I teams mean, you draw matter. I say this now, but watch me have them losing in the first round, depending on who they draw. Right. 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 Yeah. If they draw correctly, you know, they have enough pieces that they, I'm, can- I'm just going to say like they went to the, uh, I think the, they won the, f- the first round last year against Cincinnati, but then lost, I think in the second. Yeah. I think this team's better than those teams, uh, better than the teams they've had. It's the best Iowa team in a while. I think, well, they're not, <sighs> they're not, going to get completely out athleticized, but they could, they could depend. They got on. some shooters. I think guards is pretty skilled. Big man. I think they're better than the, like the best I've seen Iowa in like a while. How has any team been able to put the shackles on their, uh, offense at all this year? Oh, I'm sure. I think I, I didn't, didn't uh, San Diego state beat them. I think San Diego state typically teams that like, I mean, UVA, obviously but I think has... San Diego state came back from down like 15 that game to win. Okay. But I don't recall. It was back in like November. Like if they play a, a team like, hmm, if they play a Cincinnati and Cincinnati's just hot enough, yeah. I could see Cincinnati's athleticism like smothering them. Well, they beat Cincinnati last year in the tournament. Well, there you go. But that, once again, they came back from twenty. And what makes them able to come back from like that is they is have they like have gunners. gunners. Yeah. Patty C. Um, but Thursday, Ohio State at Iowa. Who are you taking on that? I mean, straight up. Yeah. I guess go Iowa by like a couple points. I don't know. Ohio State's playing better. Uh, at welcome to UAB SS on Twitter. Which team has been the biggest disappointment in conference play so far? His answer personally is Ohio State. I have, I have a couple uh, uh, of thoughts here. All righty. And I'm going to pull up our standings here and we're going to see who's just shitting the bed. DePaul it- is the first answer because DePaul was 13 and one heading into conference play. Oh, yeah. And they're like one in the big, the big East. Uh, they're like one in uh, what they're big. like one in 14. I feel like <laughs> in conference play. 
Big East. DePaul is yeah one and eleven in conference play. That is truly shitting after the bed. a thirteen and uh, after a twelve and one. Step. Now I understand. Welcome to UAB because Ohio State was top five. Jeez, DePaul that never is got bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's your answer, right? Yeah. There. But no, but I think welcome to UAB's thing is that Ohio State was in the top five. Yeah. So Ohio State did kind of slip. But uh, no, I mean, th- uh, I think DePaul's the biggest one, but they were never like I don't think they got ranked, but um. A couple others that come to mind would be, well, let me think here. ACC, SEC, Pac-12. Who I had another one picked out. Oh, Wichita. Wichita State is one that kind of f- was kicking ass in the regular season. They were like 15 and one at one point, and they have faded fast. Now, um, I know that they're a very young team. I think they only have one senior on their team. Um, so maybe that has something to do with it when you get in the conference play and you're playing that conference is a lot better in the past couple of years than they traditionally were prior to that. Yeah. With, I mean, they used to, like UCF used to be a doormat. They got better. Um, steadily improving. Houston used to be a doormat. They got really good. Missouri Valley conference, you know, for the team that's leading the Missouri Valley conference overall, uh, Northern Iowa, 11 and three in conference, 22 and four out of conference. So that and just they, really they just won at Colorado. Yeah. I yeah. mean, for a team that's dominated the out of conference schedule, they've had a little, little struggle there. Uh, that's not a very good one. No, <sighs> I think Northern Iowa is dangerous. AJ green, that guard can shoot it, shoot the lights out. I think that's a really dangerous. I'm looking Damn, for missed, good teams that have sucked. I just missed LSU conference. covering by a half a point. You how just, about, you just hit on Kentucky. Boom. By a half that's a point. How about uh, Washington? Well, they're 12 they, and 14 overall, 2 and 11 in conference. There's more that meets the eye with this one, though. They had a, uh, their, their Kentucky transfer, their point guard, who's really good, get uh, academically ineligible for the rest of the year. So they have their point guard missing. I noticed that uh, they have, uh, I want to say, we were looking at mock drafts before the episode. They've been depleted. The number 18, or two, uh, their center and their power forward are both projected in the top 18 yeah. in the mock draft. Yeah. Um, one of those is out, though, too. So uh, yeah, he's out. He might be back by now, but he was out. Um, they've just been depleted. Yeah. They've been depleted. Banged up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's a good answer, though. I'd say Washington is definitely up there. Um, Vanderbilt 1-12 and 12 in conference, 9-17 and 17 overall. SEC is tough. I never thought they'd be. They lost their their, their leading score for the year too. But yeah. um, yeah. So that's welcome to UBS question. Uh, other games of note. By the way, Wichita has a chance. I know South Florida is not great, but uh, they, they that's a must win game for Wichita. Let me ask you one yeah. more here, if you don't mind. Uh, Georgia. Twelve and thirteen overall, two and ten in conference. They laid an egg in the conference. How much do we right. expect from Georgia, even with the number one? Well, player? Crean keeps recording, uh, recording, re- recruiting good, and uh, I mean, I thought they'd be better. You got to wonder how good of a coach he is after he failed at Indiana. I still give him a year or two. He's only in year two, I think, at Georgia. So yeah. give him some time. Give the give the guy some time. The guy can recruit. You're right. Michigan State at Nebraska Thursday. Look, Nebraska's been a doormat all year. Uh, Fred Hoiberg struggling. Mm. Does Michigan mm-hmm. State the struggle on the road there? Does Michigan State go in? Uh, Michigan State's uh, an inconsistent team. It's tough That's to saying. Tough and to know. I want to say Nebraska beat Purdue this year too. You stay the fuck away from Michigan State when you're betting. That's my advice. 
Oregon at Arizona state. That's a huge game. Oregon currently battle them in Colorado tied atop the pac 12. Yeah. Oregon though has to play at Arizona state and then at Arizona on Saturday. Oh man. Making the old, Oh, two game tour there. Yeah. You got to think you got to think, Holy shit. I just watched this kid hit a full court shot to win the game in division two or three. Nice. Look at this. Look at this. Sorry. I know we're mid pod here. Look at this. That's oh. a game winner right here. Flash. Almost a charge. Almost a charge on that. They could have <laughs> caught a charge. Uh, a charge at your own uh, foul line is. Yeah. <laughs> now, Bobby Hurley down at Arizona state. Um, doing, doing a great job. Potentially year three, three years in a row that the, that the sun devils can hundred percent on tournament uh, appearances. He so, needs to get in though. This is a huge game for them. I'm actually, I can tell you this winning in Tempe incredibly hard. I'm going to take Arizona state to beat Oregon outright. No money line, no nothing. I mean, no, I mean, yes, money line. No, no points, no nothing. And throwing shade on our boy Peyton Pritchard there, buddy. You take his sterile ass. <laughs> USC at Colorado once again. Colorado and Oregon are battling. We should explain to the fans what sterile. I think we did. Have we? I think we have. If you guys don't remember, sterile is the town that we're right next to as kids yeah. that had a high percentage of white trash. Uh, yeah, which probably means we're white trash too. Um, but they were particularly white trash and yeah. that's Sterling, Virginia. So a Sterl is a white trash person. So if you ever hear us refer to anyone as Sterl, particularly a Peyton Pritchard type, that means they're <laughs> just white trash. Yes, yes, yes. Um, San Francisco at Gonzaga Thursday, San Francisco almost be Gonzaga in San Francisco. This was one of the ones you had circled, but I believe it was the one that was in San Francisco. That yeah. You- now they go to Spokane. They're probably going to get their ass kicked. Yeah. Uh, Friday, Princeton, Harvard, two of the top teams in the Ivy going head to head. Very nice. Uh, Buffalo at Kent state to the Princeton tip. doing that. Well, I thought I, Princeton was having, a, I want to say they're second. Oh, no, they're third. up. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're, they're, uh, they're over Harvard. Actually, they're 11 and 10 overall. Whereas Harvard 16 and <laughs> seven overall, but Princeton has a better conference record. Maybe Princeton took on tougher out of conference. There you go. Competition. And then Saturday, obviously Kansas at Baylor, Petty C. Does Baylor sweep Kansas? That's a good game. That's that's this is the Saturday isn't loaded with great games. Yeah. I'm just going to run through some Kansas at Baylor. I mean, almost marquee matchups at every level here. Walford at Furman. If you follow the, the Southern conference, that's a huge game. Virginia at Pitt. Come that, on. Wahoo's got to have this. Wahoo's got They got BC and Pitt next. You you got to figure if they you win know, those Pitt's, two. Pitt's role is just a thorn in your fucking side. No matter what sport it's in, they're just stubborn ass fucking Pittsburgh folk. That, yeah, yeah. That aren't going to take any bullshit. They're not going to lay down for anyone. If you go down there with any kind of uh, preconceived notion that you are superior to them, they will fucking put you in your place. So right. Marquette at Providence. Uh, that's a good game. I think uh, Providence beat him in Marquette earlier in the year. Yeah. Marquette again, uh, hitting you tonight. Uh, Nick sprinkled fairy dust on that shit. <laughs> sprinkled fairy dust on it. I would never have took that game. You know what? And let, he, let me walk people down this lock process tonight. I locked Marquette tonight yeah. at home. Minus three. I think it was against Creighton. Yeah. I didn't initially lock it. What happened was, is I went down and I originally locked Illinois against Penn state. Yeah. Right. But then I saw Illinois star guard was questionable. So I removed my lock. So I said, fuck man, I don't know if he's going to play or not. Yeah. Because if he plays, I re- I mean, I still took Illinois on the spreadsheet, but if he plays, I'm all over this. Yeah. 
but I, it's a 50, 50 gamble there. So then I was like, well, fuck, I got to have another lock. Yeah. So then I struggled. I forced the old it. force lock is tough. The force lock will bite you yeah. more times than, than you'll hit in my, from my yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah. I've toned it down. Yeah. You guys look at the spreadsheet. You'll notice that Nick has a higher percentage than either Colby or I, and I was following Colby's lead at the beginning. Colby was gung ho on the locks at the beginning of the year. He's locking fucking 10 games a night. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm trying to keep up. I'm trying to like, you know, and I, and then I traditionally looked, over the past five years of me doing this spreadsheet, you've been able to hit at that pace. Well, I, well the thing is that you, I, I do like 10 games mm-hmm. a lot. Of, I mean, a lot of times and I'll probably go like seven and three. Yeah. Right. You'll have a good feeling overall. Yeah, and that's been working for me for years. I got friends that have told me, like, damn, you know, you, your money on college basketball. Yeah. This year has been extremely hard. Yeah. This year has been very much so extremely hard. Yeah. And that's just college basketball well, you've come in general. Up quite a, well, you and I both have come up quite a bit, a bit from the beginning. But beginning still, I can't remember a year that, I mean, dude, I'll put it like this. I was over 100 games last year at this point, picking every game. Yeah. This year, dude, I'm battling for, yeah, for I'm over I'm down, too. Yeah. I'm with you, too. Uh that said, it's our favorite fucking hero. Yeah, no, it's the best year ever. But I'm just saying, like, dude, picking these games, like, you know, Creighton Marquette tonight, man. I'm sitting there like, flip a fucking coin. Yeah. Flip a fucking coin. You know what's funny you know about I mean? that is I think I may have uh, sprinkled some fairy dust residually that you haven't, uh, you didn't catch on to. Just being a little up on Marquette with Marcus Howard, kind of buying into that hype. But you have uh, balanced me out, you know, telling me about Creighton all year. I, well, I still say... It, look, I could say this about every team, but cr- when you find a team like Dayton has, like Creighton has, mm-hmm. what makes Deep them scary fuck. to me yeah. is they have five players that are capable of scoring double digits. So that means if Obi Toppin's having an off night, oh, Crutcher can pick it up and, and score, you know, 30. Yeah. When you have that type of, of, of Depth, like, and, like yeah. Michigan State doesn't have that. You know what I mean? Like, so when you watch that, you're like, Man, but uh, obviously Creighton, you know, has struggled some defensively. You if know, Winston's like, getting locked up or having an off shooting night, they have no other options. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. you have you have issues with. Like, there's a lot of teams like that. Yeah. Where you watch them, but at the same time, you. St- I mean, South Carolina went to the Final Four two years ago. I, that was not a team that was very good offensively. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're sitting there like, well, they're just balanced. Maybe yeah. I'm the fool, but I'm telling you, Creighton, when I've watched them, I'm like, damn, dude, all their players can shoot and score and, and can beat you off the dribble. Like, yeah. So they, they're really dangerous to me. But at the same time, like, they don't have that start. Do power. they rebound and, and play defense good enough to consistently win in the NCAA tournament? Probably not. That's the worry. Yeah. But I'm telling you this if you're like, if, uh, if, if the top, if Baylor's playing Creighton in the second round of the NCAA tournament, Oh, you better be sweating. If you're a Baylor fan, because I'm telling you, if Creighton's on, they can fucking light it up and score with the best of anyone in the nation. Yeah. Boom. So, so that, that's what I'm saying, but you um, better think about yours, Baylor. If you play Creighton. Exactly. Duquesne at Dayton next. Uh, Duquesne's going to get a chance to take down Dayton. Dayton winning tonight. The top four is going to stay the same Michigan at Purdue, Purdue on the outside of the bubble. Huge, huge game this Saturday. Who do they got? Michigan at Purdue. Oh, Michigan at Purdue. Purdue's on the outside. Michigan's. Purdue was on the Michigan's first. definitely on the Purdue outside. Purdue was on the first four out prior to today. Yeah. And they lost to Wisconsin today at Wisconsin. <laughs> Makes us pretty much must win. Must win. That's West tough, Lafayette. man. Yeah. You know, when you're losing to a top 25 team and that's like a. You know, you should lose. And they barely that, lost. That, barely yeah, by four. It really yeah. shouldn't yeah. affect your standing too much, but you got to win some of those. Another one on the outside that's had a crazy year, considering the James Wiseman thing, is Memphis 
Yeah. Memphis is on uh, right now. The first four out. They're an interesting team this year. Once again, team that if you get in, if you analyze the talent on this roster, yeah. now I heard Penny Hardaway recently say that he thought this year would be a challenging year. And that that's not with the James Weissman thing because of the youth. It's next year that he thought we can really make a, a run to the NSA tournament. Is to the he, championship. Uh, thinking he's going to keep uh, most of his talent on board. I mean, when you I have think a, so. I mean, he, he a had a ridiculous recruiting uh, class. Recruiting he had LeBron in like eight big time freshmen. Precious Achua is his number one player. He's presumably gone. I'm assuming he's gone, but I'm telling you, this team has got a ton of young talent. Okay. Um, but they get they get Houston at Memphis. If they win that, you got to think Memphis is in then. Right now, they're in the first four out. According to uh, Joe Lodari's first four out. Folks, the playoffs have already started. That's what I'm saying, buddy. You got Villanova at Xavier. Xavier's in, but barely in. You want to you want to try to cement that? You beat you beat Villanova. Well, uh, SMU at Tulsa once again. You're bad. These two teams are both on the outside. It's fucking fun, dude. These are this Saturday is fucking loaded with games, man. Hofstra at Delaware, top. One, like, we're talking CAA. You're a William and Mary guy. Mm-hmm. You're a James Madison guy. I am. Well, the top three to, to me, there's a there's divisions in the CAA. Mm. Hofstra. Charleston and Delaware are on the elite level of the CAA. Now the elite level of the CAA is not what it once was. It's true. VCU and Mason are gone Yeah. <laughs> and UNC Wilmington's not nearly what they used to be. Once, uh, once the head coach took the, the uh, NC state job, but we're, we're still talking about a tournament birth here. Yes. And which for some teams has never happened. Yes. For like William and Mary. Yes. And we looked at PER rankings pre-episode Nathan Knight, number two in the nation. They started out really hot. They were the one seed in the CAA until like two or three weeks ago. Yeah. And then, then they faded. Well, the tribe is going to get it together. They need to get it together. Uh, then North Carolina at Louisville, Petty C. Any chance? Any chance that North Carolina doesn't lose in heartbreaking fashion? Very little based on what we've seen <laughs> recently. I almost want them to, uh, to be up by three with like seven seconds left. And like a four point play yeah. happened. Yeah. Yes, please. As excruciating as possible. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. UCLA at Colorado. Dangerous game for the buffs. UCLA playing much better basketball lately. Oklahoma, Oklahoma state, little, uh, bedlam, little bedlam action Bedlam on the b-ball court. Yes. Uh, Georgia tech Syracuse. Once again, Syracuse has just got to win some games. Huge one in the conference USA, Louisiana tech at North Texas. Top two teams or two of the top three teams in the conference USA. Um, systems. I mean, look, I know you're thinking, what the fuck is this? But this Saturday has ball games, Florida at Kentucky, Patty C the home court advantage, the Rupp arena. Yeah. You're going, you're going. Yeah. Give me, give me the wildcats. LSU's lost four in a row. They're at South Carolina. Is it five in a row? Jeez. Has it really lost four in a row? Yeah. Oh, how the mighty have fallen that, that, uh, hard cock from the national championship has worn off considerably. Yeah. And you got to think that's probably hurting Utah state and uh, East Tennessee state that had big wins in Baton Rouge early in the year. Mm-mm-mm. Not looking so LSU at South Carolina. Who you taking? Give me LSU. I mean, South Carolina's playing decent ball now too. Much better basketball. Let, Much like, better let, basketball let, when that game Saturday, I'm not going to have an opportunity to talk about that before the weekend. Yeah. I'm going to say, don't pay attention to what I just said there. Don't okay. bet on what I just okay. said. There. Yeah. Uh, speaking of first four, oh, here's a dangerous one for you. Texas tech at Iowa state. Now I know what's his name's out for the year. Their star player. Iowa uh, State's. uh, the, the, uh, the, his name's what's his last name again. Goes to the oil tycoon. 
<laughs> fucking oil tycoon in L.A. Uh, God damn it! I know this guy's last name. The fucking one at Oklahoma State. Uh, no, Timon Pickens. No, Holly Burton. Holly Burton. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, jeez. Halliburton. Yeah. What did I say? Holly. Holly Burton. That was like a Halliburton. It sounds like a fucking a chick. Yeah, like a <laughs> porn star. He's out for um, the year. Halliburton. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, for Iowa State. By yeah. the way, if you don't know, like L.A. money, oil money is is that last name? Is that yeah Halliburton? Yeah. Interesting. Well, I know I, I watched that whole. Uh, I watched the um, documentary. It wasn't a documentary. It was a movie about who's the motherfucker that had Halliburton? Uh, Dick Cheney. Yeah, that's an interesting fucking uh, documentary because he was uh, he's a scumbag. Yeah, he's a scumbag. Yeah, well, welcome to politics, right? Uh, Texas Tech in Ames, though dangerous. Halliburton, you said it, we're we're seeing him as a projected high draft pick. What was his injury? Uh, he's Tyrese. out for the year. He broke. He broke him. He broke something. Halliburton injury. What was it? Let's see. Wrist injury. Um. Broken wrist, right? Number six overall prospect in ESPN. I think he's rank. still coming out if he broke his wrist. Yeah. Uh, but Red Raiders could lose that. Ames is tough. It is. And even though they've had, a, from a wins and loss standpoint, a down year, I would not count out Iowa State in any game. It's just... Especially at, at any game in Ames. Yeah. Too tough of a culture. The cornfields... Decapitated blowjobs. You all know the routine. Yes, yes, yes. Richmond at St. Bonaventure. Richmond fi- final four, first four out. I mean, that's a huge game. Scratching and clawing, biting, spiders. spider biting, spiders. Their way into the tournament. Belmont, Eastern Kentucky, big UNLV at San Diego State. Any chance San Diego State drops that game? Sure. At San Diego State, yeah. I don't know that that's a hornet's nest necessarily. It, it gets lit. Clearly not a place that anyone's winning in. Yeah. Other than San Diego. It gets State. lit. I saw them take down Nevada as top 10 last year. I was there. Did you ever party at San Diego State? I have. Oh, man, dude. Well, be, before I lived in LA. Yeah. I went out there. Oh, man. There's some hot girls. Dude. There's a lot I, of douchebag dudes. It's like Arizona State light a little I bit. I think actually, did you go to a Utah football game with me where I ran into a girl I used to know there? That was Hogan, I think. I think that was Hogan. Oh man, I love that girl. There's some hot chicks. Sometimes there. ships sail, Patty C. And, mm. and I had my opportunity, but I was with if somebody else. If you guys else. can see the look in Colby's eye right now, there's this distant gaze of there like, was a girl disappointment. Oh, uh, look, <laughs> you, you know, like sometimes, like you're just on the wrong side of like timing. Yeah. Like she was interested in me, but I was in a relationship. Colby's hurting right now. <laughs> God, I, mean, I ran into that fuck. She was fucking hot, man. Yeah. How did I never take the one that, of that got away? One. There's several. No, there's like fifteen. Yeah. Uh, Oregon State, Arizona State, Virginia Tech at Duke. Virginia Tech at Duke. Any chance the Hokies could battle themselves back into tournament play with a huge win at Duke? You know what? Now it's about the time that Duke this year would drop one. Shits the bed. Yep. Oregon at Arizona, like I mentioned, huge game. Oregon at Arizona? Yeah. For the top seeding in the Pac 12. Boom. Fun game. Yeah. Uh, Georgetown at DePaul. Watch Georgetown drop that one. (laughs) Right. That would be the one that would take. Yeah. Georgetown out of the outside. The, are they in the bubble right now or outside? Apparently so. I, I thought that I, I saw them first four out. Colby and I are on the same page here. I, but I watched, watched uh, yeah. people saying that quote, quote experts saying they're in right now. We are both of the opinion. Show us a little more. Here's your potential upset Saturday. 
Gonzaga at BYU. BYU is number 23 mm-hmm. in the nation. That's not Dantabase. Dantabase is number 24. Gonzaga number two. Who did Gonzaga lose to? This year? Yeah. Baylor, I believe. No, Oregon. I think it was Oregon. Was it Oregon? No, I got to look. It was like, it was in November. It was early on in November. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. I don't see Gonzaga losing uh, games against anything, but BYU though gets lit, man. That place is going to be on fire. Michigan. And they got jolly stomped against Michigan. 82 to 64. I believe that one was Great win uh, in Missi- Michigan's resume. Wasn't that one uh, in one of those like Maui tournaments yeah. or some yeah. shit? Yeah. And then Sunday, you got Wichita at Cincinnati. You want Sunday. What are you doing? Because Wichita at Cincinnati is a gigantic fucking game. Look, you guys all know Cincinnati is my squad. And Big you, dick energy. You've also given plenty of shockers to, to, to go. I've given plenty of shockers. Well, I'm going to make a sex move called the Bearcat, though, pretty <laughs> soon. I don't know what it's going to consist of. Um, well, that's the next. Should we just come up with this? No, there has to be something topical. You love bears. What do bears do? Uh, they fucking sleep for half the, the year. There you go. Which I'm going to fucking fall asleep. They eat salmon raw. I'm going to eat a raw salmon, which is her hoo hoo. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hold on. So look, while, while, while you're talking stupid shit, some guy said, uh, he asked this question about Patty C. This is, I, we're doing Twitter questions here. What do we got? If Patty C was a spice girl, which one would he be? I already answered this on Twitter. I have no idea who the spice girls were, but I do remember that the soccer player was dating a fine ass spice girl. Oh, Beckham was in, uh, which one? Posh. Posh. She was really hot. She was, she's a little fucking whore. They all are. And then another one was in the LG movie, which was, she was really hot. There was a time when I would have been sporty spice. Now I'm fat spice. I don't think there was that. Is that a new, uh, that's a new spice. Old spice. Old spice. (laughs) He he referred to me as party party. C. I believe that was a typo unless he really knew my fucking inner aura, which it really is. Party party C. C. I'm going to start. That's right. It rhymes with Cardi B. So, you know, we're going to do a collabo. Right. Nice. And then she's going to sit on my face. And then he said, you know, hopefully it's not shits and giggles on, on your face. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> this is the college experience. We don't know what the fuck we're talking look, about. Look, look, look. Well, I'll tell you, uh, look, so, so Sunday you got Penn state at Indiana, Wichita at Cincinnati, St. John's at Seton hall, St. John's. You want to try to find your way back into this thing? Win that fucking game. Um, Maryland at Ohio state. That's a good game. Columbus could get lit. Here's what I was going to say. Cincinnati, are they, uh, are they your favorites at this juncture to win the American? They're, they're hot right now. I think they're in right now too. They're in the tournament. I they're think. getting better right now. Again, both UCLA and Cincinnati, despite the coaching change. No, up, but I actually think the coaching change for Cincinnati is it's looking good, man. This coach yeah. coming over from Northern Kentucky. Well, that's what I meant to say. It's just taking a little time for them to like figure themselves out. Two good programs coming coming about later in the season. Yeah, Butler at Creighton Sunday tops it off. Um, fucking great weekend. Just sit around, watch this in the XFL. I'm telling you, you're you listen to what. Check out our spreadsheets. You'll be you'll be winning money. All right, no time. I'm gonna try and get to week two of the XFL. Week Sus- three, week week three rather. Sustained attention from the viewers in week two. A that's sup- that's what was great. The story of the XFL week too. Everyone thought they'd dip. I mean, well, first off, we knew they would dip. So yeah, yeah. because that's like anything, any league ever. 
that you're is starting your your your, uh, your first IPO here. Yeah, everyone's going to pay attention. You know, and then but there's going to be a slight dip. Great news for the XFL is that they did have a a great weekend. Uh, attendance went drastically up. Yep. Uh, and then also largely the due to barely Seattle. dipped. The, the ratings barely dipped. Barely dipped. Sustained attention is what I anticipate. Yeah. And a, a damn good football product is what's supporting that. And I believe FanDuel and all those other the, those apps went way up in, uh, in in XFL gambling. So that that's a good thing. Very nice. But I'll get to that. But first, I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag. The Super Bowl may be over, but every game is the big game over at MyBookie.ag. MyBookie's got it all, from the NBA to college basketball to Premier League and even XFL. Hey. <laughs> I just like doing that, right? They got, they got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer support team. You can even pull your bets together for a bigger payout. Let's say you uh, got a couple of big favorites that Patty C's been bullshitting about, huh? Well, why don't you take two of them and uh, two of your picks and uh, parlay your wagers all together? My bookie lets you bet multiple games together, and if they all come through, you, you win big by doing a parlay. MyBookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book. And if you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is use the promo code SGP to activate the author, the, the offer, not the author. Once again, that's promo code SGP to get your cash from MyBookie. You play, you win, you get paid over at MyBookie.ag. Nice. Boom. It's a pro ad read. What I do, buddy. That's why my bookie.ag pays Colby D the big bucks. There you go. Pick Dundee. Pick buddy. Dundee. That's right. That's not a pick. This is a pick. That's a pick. I thought I was picking a pick when I said Baylor tonight. I don't think that came true. I didn't see the final <laughs> score, but I saw they were down nine with like you know three what? minutes left. You know what? They, uh, you got pressured in by the fans. Look, Colby, Colby gets a little overzealous. He throws the big dick energy. You can't hold him to it. Exactly. Well, here's another reason, too, is, he had is a moment. Oklahoma has a guy named Biennemi that's related to Eric Biennemi. Yes. So, therefore, I thought, hey, Eric Biennemi is a legend in my mind. Won Colorado a national championship. Was he there for that? Yep. He was their starting running back. Man. Played in two national championships when he was at Colorado. So Jeez. you better get ready. That will never happen again. No player in Colorado history will ever play in. Well, especially the way that football is going. Yeah. We heard Kirk Ferentz. I don't know if you, you checked out that article. Kirk Ferentz, even though the Big Ten is one of the more profitable, it's a good spot to be they in. They are in the haves as opposed to the have-nots, but obviously. Kirk Ferentz went public today saying how college football has a huge, huge problem on their hands. And he foresees it if if it, something if the NCAA does not step up and make it more equal, to potentially destroy the game of college football. Oof. And I have been saying the same thing, Patty C. Colby Dan's a big picture guy. It. I wonder, 10, 15 years down the line, am I going to be a college football fan? Hmm. Because the way it's trending, I don't think is a good thing. Yeah. The consolidation of power is too. Focused. Well, these TV contracts are fucking everything up. Yeah. You said the Big Ten and the SEC specifically have somewhat like seven times the uh, payout of some of these other even power five conferences. Yeah. 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 That is that is concerning coming forward. Well, well I mean, <clears throat> we don't know what it will be once they, they restructure their TV deals. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that stuff like that. 
Let me tell you what though. Yeah. There's enough talent, right? That 24 teams can't have it all. Although maybe I'm now that I fucking those words exit my mouth, having seen the, uh, 24 seven sports or whatever recruiting ranking service you, you know, yeah. take a look at, they all seem to be going to the same fucking few schools. So, well, I mean, well, another thing is like, if you're a kid and I, look, uh, I'm not like a super pack. I, I think everyone makes the assumption. I'm a huge pack 12 guy. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it's a better division than it gets credit for nationally. I've even had stats that prove that. Yeah. Right. Look, we're East coast people. Yeah. We were alive during the nineties when it was East coast versus West coast. Yeah. Fuck the West coast. We live here. It's beautiful. We love yeah. it. Right. But in my, I don't know about you, you know, obviously I was, uh, the West coast has its appeal. That's why we fucking live here, but there's no fucking allegiance whatsoever to the West coast here. But Colby's right. You know, stats are stats. And when you see something, what was the stat with the ACC, which, you know, if anything, oh, Pac 12 is like 29 and three or something in the last 20 years against the ACC head to head, especially out West, which is like what every conference, well, even the SEC, w- when they, when the Pac 12 host home games, yeah, they kill everyone against, against any of the power five. Yeah. They had the best one percentage, right? Um, I was talking to the guys at the solid verbal. I wasn't talking to them, but I was texting or tweeting with them back and yeah. forth. And, uh, they're all talking. I, I, surprisingly, I don't know, surprisingly, I think, but I think they're fair-minded kind of guys, you know, uh-huh. I've, I've listened to their podcast. I wouldn't say extensively, but you know, a solid amount, no pun intended. And, uh, they seem fair, but they, they're not up to, they don't see it the way we do, you know, which I think makes them idiots <laughs> because they're, they're, they're just buying into this like superiority thing. You know, as opposed to noticing the fact that like things are tilted in the favor of these power conferences on a lot of different levels. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I think most people make that assumption without if they don't dive into the stats, like really. Uh, but but I, I I will say back to my original point is like that if if you have players, so the Pac-12 hasn't had a seat at the uh, at the table of the playoffs, yeah, the invitational. It ruins not only fan bases because you realize you don't have a hope, right? You consider yourself a second unless tier. you go undefeated. But I also think there's too much carnage in this conference. Right. Right. When you schedule yourself out of a, the fucking invitational, while other teams are like, yeah, you know, taking free rides. Cause they play the non-conference games. And then like one of the things the PAC 12 is notorious for doing, and I don't know if this is a financial thing that they, they're just hurting more than the other networks, but or conferences, but, um, like, They'll play at the the power the group of five a lot, a lot. Yeah, yeah. They're a little way more, more than anyone else. I mean, the SEC played what one game at the group yeah, of five. The SEC is like they are the oppressors. They are fucking like they have. There's no give. In but that. my 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 point has been this: it was like like uh, Wyoming hosted Missouri. Missouri played at Wyoming, and. Wyoming beat their ass. Yeah. And I can remember Feinbaum being like, that's a game that should never happen. That's what they get for doing that. Yeah. And that's the only time the SEC played at, at the group of five this past year, the year before Arkansas played at Colorado state, Colorado state won that game. Yeah. But I think a, one of the main reasons here that I don't know if the PAC 12 is just broke from a financial standpoint, but I'm saying like they keep doing that. Yeah. Arizona played at Hawaii. Colorado plays at Colorado state. Larry Scott, uh, you know, I see people all the time saying he's a shit ass commissioner. He is a shit ass because that TV deal was horrible. It is, but and he was like what embezzling money or something. What, what was he doing? He got caught 
Well, I didn't know about using all his that. funds for so, for something else, and they still haven't fired him. Well, he probably is a piece of shit then too. Uh, on top of being a shit commissioner, but look, I'm not like I guess you have to do what's right for your conference, and you have to flex as hard as you fucking possibly can to be competitive. And if you're not at least trying your hardest, you're not trying. But if you're not cheating, you're not trying. That's the SEC's motto. But the S, the, you're right. The Pac-12 has been a little too like giving to the Power Five oh. and trying to make things fair when they should be flexing harder. Group of five, group of five, or group of yeah. five rather. This year, I think Washington State plays at Utah State. Utah plays at Wyoming. Colorado plays at Colorado State. Um, Oregon's hosting fucking North Dakota State. Yeah, like, see, that would never happen in those other conferences. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like so. I don't know if they're shooting themselves in the foot. I mean, I do think they're shooting themselves of in the foot. Of course they are. But I'll tell you this, a fan base. Now I know there's more passionate fan bases in the Southeast and in the Northeast or not even Northeast, more so Midwest. Yeah. Than a lot of the Pac-12 schools. Yeah. But dude, I can tell you bullshit. another shit. I say bullshit because USC, when they were fucking winning like that and nationally competitive for yeah. the better part of a decade, LA was, and all of Southern California was lit. Yeah. For USC, Oregon, Washington yeah. have good fans. Washington those fans State. were going yeah. insane. It's not that those fan bases are better or worse. It's that their teams are fucking winning and having a chance to play for it all. And that's when your fan base ignites. And that just happens to be, well, it. I'll say this. My point, my point that I'm trying to get across is this is the more time that goes away from them, not feeling like they have a voice. So they don't subscribe to football. Yeah. As much the more in danger it becomes. I think if you grow up in Southern California, if you grow up in these places, Arizona, if you get an offer from Clemson, you're going to go to Clemson because they go to the playoffs every year. Let me ask you this. Has an entire region of the country historically ever like, uh, taken a step back from, uh, college football or a sport in general. I'll tell you this more recruits from Southern California are going away from, yeah. from there than ever before. Southern California is all moving to the South Southeast. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying though. And that's what happens when you create, it's, it's turning into a little bit of NASCAR, you know, in, in forms of like those conferences are, I'm sure they're paying their players. Yeah. I mean, LSU has been on record for, for there's a guy, I think currently serving jail time and they've, the NCAA still hasn't, there's a guy currently was a coaching their team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I think that was that was football related too. That guy that was caught in the FBI sting was uh, doing football and basketball. Yeah. Um. Well, we're beating this fucking dead horse. No, again. but the point is that you're creating a generation where you're not going to go there. Yeah. You're not. You're not. Why? Why would you go there if you know you're not going to make the playoffs? It's been a long time now since the Pac-12 has excited the people out here in the West. You know, and you're right. If another five or ten years goes on. What the fuck? Well, is that's it? why you, you if, if, if if I don't care if you're if a diehard getting any of their own talent, even if you're a diehard SEC fan, you should want the expansion of the playoff so that because to me, it, you, what you're doing is you're handicapping the sport, yeah. not from a gambling sense. I don't think for, they give a fuck. I think they just national, like winning. Well, we'll have fun when it's when it's when it's NASCAR then and, and no one gives a fuck when you go anywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? That like, could happen. There was a time when the NFL was far more popular than college football. That is not currently the case. It was when we were kids. Yeah. It could swing back that way if things don't get fixed. All right, look, let me tell you this. Ever thought about starting your own sports book but don't know how? Well, Ace Perhead is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the, to the second and wagers graded immediately. 
They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Back to that conversation, though. I'm not going to go Pac-12 on you, but I'm saying it's a problem for the ACC. It's a problem for the Big 12. Those three are kind of left in the, in the dust. Look, what these teams really need to do, okay, here's one thing that you hate, right, that I actually think is a huge development, okay? Clemson negotiating a game with Georgia, a neutral site game in Charlotte in what, 2023, 2024, somewhere in that range? Something like that, yeah. That is ACC territory. If anything, while very slight, Clemson's at a slight advantage. And I think that, you know, whether we like it or not, I think the crowd is going to be more pro ACC there. And I think that more, more than that, the refs are going to be impacted by the fact that they're in ACC country and a a pro ACC crowd in a game that would otherwise be uh, 50, 50 dead, even, you know, to start playing games in, uh, it's still not going to feel like death Valley to me. That's not, not, or or Athens is like, well, that's not the point I'm making. You're right. Obviously like, a college uh, campus is the best. Well, that's what I hate about those games. Of course you hate that. But my point is though, that the ACC has finally negotiated a situation in which they are more of the home team, even if it's very slightly than the SEC, which having watched a million games between the ACC and the SEC, where the SEC fucking squeaks one out. Yeah. And it's just happens to be an SEC territory. Like this is a, a development and it's, and, and Clemson's the only team that's going to be able to negotiate this. Well, that's, a, that, uh, I mean, look, Clemson, Maybe Florida has, State Clemson if they come has back the up. pass, but I'm saying the conference as a whole has, a, once again, there's a huge financial difference between the big 10, the big, the sec and the ACC. I don't want to shit on the sec too hard credit for fucking dominating uh, the shit out of football. You know? Yeah, but that's a recent thing, dude. Yeah. And the TV contract really helped it. I mean, once these conferences move to TV contracts, I think is the real advantage. Yeah. The real advantage came there. Yeah. Notre Dame was once dominant and, you know, benefited greatly from their TV contract, but things have changed. And now, so, so my thing is what I'm saying is that the big 12 and the ACC have a huge problem just as much as the PAC 12 does with their lack of revenue. They're getting lack of exposure. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. No, when you're getting this much money from ESPN, and it trickles down to the schools. Like that's how Mel Tucker ended up at Michigan state, dude. Yeah. They could afford to spend like, t- like he's like the fifth highest paid coach in the country. And he's a five and seven career record. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. If you think, yeah, you can just buy whoever you that, want. My, my, and that creates a huge problem, dude. Right. It creates a huge problem because they should be on a more equal ground. Yeah. It's like, it's like the baseball thing. The baseball thing. One of the things I loved about, and I, uh, this will go to a question, a Twitter question, but. Uh, look, I'm all on board with the Astros cheating. <laughs> I think they should get, I mean, wait, what? No, no, no. I'm, I'm all on board with like, they did not. The the commissioner went light on them. Yeah. Uh, I don't agree with that. I'm saying that all this outrage, I'm right on board with that. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know enough about baseball to know how much of an impact. It oh made. no, it was huge. But it was what huge. I understand. If a pitcher has two or three pitches, and you oh, know well, which one the trash can to know which one it is by right. stealing. Like, and dude, that's just incredible. When you're talking about a game of percentages, when you got like Moneyball, right, and and the whole like 
uh, it's huge. Movies are being made about like moving the percentages of how you play the game, like tenths of a fucking like Dude, whatever. It is a jag. You, you look then, at the stats of them at home. Dominant. Compared to them away, it's fucking unbelievable. Yeah, it's unbelievable. So I mean, it's a huge difference. But I'm saying, as much as this is going on, like, and I hope that every fan base out there that's playing an away game, where when Houston's playing an away game. I hope they beat on trash cans to fuck with them because yeah, they deserve all that's that. That's fucking awesome. But I did see like all these like Aaron judge and stuff. And I get it. He probably should have got MVP. Yeah. And all these fan bases, Yankees fans saying it was not fair. Well, baseball is not fucking fair because the Alex Rodriguez made more money than the whole fucking Baltimore Orioles. All right. <laughs> yeah. Once again, the huge problem in baseball, no salary cap. So the, I get it. I'm the, the Yankees didn't cheat. But at the same time, the league is not fair at all. Yeah. And it's well, never been fair. By design. Yeah. Yeah. It's capitalism. Look, as, as Nationals fans, the D.C. area is fucking filthy rich from uh, corrupt-ass uh, contract money. We stand to benefit as Nationals fans. But that said, as sports fans, there's only a few teams that can financially No, they're compete. very similar to the, to, to the NBA. That's why the NFL is great, though, yeah. is anyone can win the NFL. Parity. Anyone can win the NFL. That's you true. see it a lot more often yeah. in those in those in that sport than other sports. Right. Even even despite uh Goodell like uh having his favorites. Yes. You know? But uh speaking of which, okay, this question from Okay, who needs to step forward and complain about the Astros punishment before the title gets vacated? Considering Judge Trout and LeBron have already made their voices heard. I'm gonna go ahead and say big Don Trump. <laughs> It's Houston, Texas. They probably love him down there. Yeah. He's not going to do it for that reason. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, <laughs> Trump will so who not else? sacrifice any of his fucking uh, voter base. Who else needs to come out of the woodworks? Who could, who's got a big enough voice? Before they're going to do something about it? I don't think, I think when LeBron did it, you have everyone now. Someone made a good point to me. Derek Jeter, maybe? Pete Rose. Right. He should be in the fucking Hall of Fame. Well, has Donald been, Trump actually tweeted that recently. I know Rose is a big Trump supporter, so I know Trump's got probably, his hand in the pie. Right. <laughs> but I'm saying, in general, I do agree with Donald Trump's tweet that Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Pete Rose was betting on games that he wasn't even playing in, having no impact on the championship. No, he, he did bet on himself, too. To succeed or to fail? To succeed. Well, yeah. Fuck that. You should be able to bet I mean, on you yourself. You know Pete Rose succeed. is going to bet on himself. You see the way he played the game? You're damn <laughs> it's right. A fucking animal. If you bet against <laughs> yourself, that's the only time you should be penalized. If yeah. you bet for yourself, make your fucking money, motherfucker. So if anyone's doubting you, you should be able to make money off their stupid asses. I do think that when you open that door to letting uh, athletes and, and coaches bet, which I'm sure it still happens, I'm sure they still tell their cousin. Hey, throw some money on this game. Yeah. Or I've heard a book say that Jordan was notorious for, uh, for purposely playing harder with the spread. Shooting if 55 shots. If it's bulls minus 15 and it's bulls at 13, he, they, they don't bring in the backups. You would tell Phil to, to stay in and they push that thing to 17. So they cover, which means Jordan somehow, even though he probably didn't put his own money up as a half million dollars. Someone across sure. some, one of his connections has been betting on, on the behalf of Michael Jordan. Yeah. But look, I don't know. What are we talking about here? We're all over the map. But who who do you think? What's the question there? Who do who do I think needs to step up and fuck? No, who else could for them to make that be vacated? Is what he's saying. Uh, the commissioner of baseball. Well, he's already gone on record saying that 
that it's not going to do that. He's not going to do that. I, I Pete Rose, know. maybe. I don't fucking know. They're not going to listen to Pete Rose, though. Derek Jeter or Cal Ripken, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Tiger Woods? <laughs> trying to think, like, who's a big name in sports that would back that up? Mike Tyson? No. He's got no credibility. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? I'm just trying to think of the biggest names that were ever in sports that are still alive. I was going to say Muhammad Ali, but it's not the case. The, 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 I don't think they're going to honor. You got to think Tom Brady, maybe. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. I maybe. think. I think you're Peyton right. Peyton Manning. I think oh, Peyton Manning. Yeah. I think Don Trump is the answer because those people down in Houston would listen to him. Yeah. They'd be like, all right. But I think you're 100 percent right. The he Don said that. it. He wouldn't answer that. He wouldn't do that. Yeah. Uh, okay. We're going to talk XFL, but before I do, I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by Simply Safe Home Security. Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be there on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you need and exactly the, the kind of security you'll get at Simply Safe. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you also get comprehensive protection for your home outdoor cameras doorbells alert you to anyone that's approaching your home entry motion uh glass breaking sensors so if someone's going through your fucking window <laughs> plus simply safe protects your home from fires water damage carbon monoxide poisoning it's all monitored 24 7 by live security professionals you can uh set up your your system yourself with the with no tools needed or if you're a fucking moron like myself, Simply Safe experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash SGP today to get free shipping on your order plus a 60 day money back guarantee. That's S I M P I L I safe.com slash SGP to save on home security today. Once again, that's S I M P L I safe.com slash SGP. And my girlfriend just got her car broken in In our fucking gated garage It's happened to me before These fucking scumbags come in there yep. They do this shit You gotta watch It's happened to me before Go too, to buddy. Simply Safe Protect your shit There's a lot of fucking shit bags in the world yep. More shit bags than I ever fucking imagined were out there They're, Especially here in LA There's plenty of them right? Well, plenty of homeless Which yeah, probably shooting meth yeah, doing all that shit. Maybe good people, but shit bags when it comes to like your your personal property. Nah, um, I don't think they're good people. Probably not good. Uh, people. <laughs> probably what led them down the. Uh, yeah, you got whole platoons. You got platoons of fucking dude. You go to downtown LA, it's just platoons. Dude, go to Sixth Street in LA. Yeah. You want to be scared. My mother came out here and she was like, "I'm gonna go walk the neighborhood," and I was like. When we were, when I was downtown, yeah, and I'm like, no, no, no. I don't want you to live. You're gonna go through, through a the hour, It's Mom. like it's like watching Gladiator. Remember Russell Crowe Gladiator? Remember when they would come in to, to set up their war camps? Yeah, they would have like all these tarps before he got kidnapped, right? Before mm, early on that? in the movie, Gladiator, Russell Crowe. They have all the tarps. They, they have like tents and tarps of like they set these things up. Yeah, and they're you know eating food while they're preparing for battle. Yeah. But they're not at home. They're like six hours away. Yeah, they're in Germany. This is essentially right. what happens in downtown LA. Yeah, the, the, the homeless downtown are the Germanic hordes. They are they're uh uncultured, uncivilized heathens that will fucking, <laughs> you know, have a needle stuck in their neck as they bang on your car window begging for money. 
um, with a condom in their fucking ear. Who knows what the fuck's happening down there in downtown LA? It's a sad fucking sight. Um, Did you like the movie Gladiator? Oh, dude, I watched that anytime. That's one of those that's anytime it's on TV. I don't give a fuck. I will watch it. I'll stop everything and I'll watch that movie. That's uh, that's like your one of your best ever favorite. Yeah, one of my best ever favorite scene in all Gladiator. Mm. I haven't seen it in a while, but I will say favorite scene in all Gladiator. I got you. Help me out here. Battle of Carthage. Oh, the first one yeah. in the Roman arena. Yeah. So fucking tight. That is a great, great scene. Yeah. Now, Russell Crowe at one point was like on fire with movies. Yeah. Early 2000s. Um, what is my dog doing to me? He's got uh, these animals. Uh, but he did a uh, master and commander. That was a good, that was a slept on movie. I think no one really yeah. dug. Yeah. How about your, uh, you're getting a little more artistic on me, uh, Les Mis. I think he was uh, Jean yeah. Valjean. No, he was uh, Javert. Uh, I remember seeing it, thought it was decent. Yeah. Uh, I liked The Insider a lot. They don't make movies like that anymore, really. Insider the was insider. about the cigarette uh, world. Al Pacino. Hmm. I don't think I saw that one. I don't think you see movies like that, but you're probably part of the problem. There's probably there's a reason why they don't make movies like that anymore. <laughs> You fucking sandbagging son of a gun. All right, XFL week three lines. All right, I'm pulling this up from the Las Vegas Journal Review because it's not on my book. I'm trying to find... Wait, do I even see the lines on this thing? I don't even see the fucking lines. They said it would be on There's no, uh, no lines on the XFL. There's got to be week yeah, it's three early fucking lines. I'm going to the, D, uh, the uh, fucking DC Defenders versus LA Wildcats game this weekend. Yes. Colby got me hooked. Let me tell you what, Kobe's a, a fucking class A plus gentleman. You know, bought us lower bowl tickets, sixty dollars a pop for this XFL. We game. had to go see Nelson Spruce tear it up. I told Kobe at the outset, don't you dare buy those sixty dollars tickets. Let's get the twenty five dollars ones for the upper bowl, and we'll walk down. I doubt we're gonna have the whole lower bowl filled up. Well, we, behold, could, we definitely could have walked down. Could have walked down, they but I'd rather give the money. To the good Support people of the that, XFL. See, that's the kind of citizen. That's the kind of fan Colby Dan is. It's like to me, if I if I if there's a movie out that I support the people, like we're just talking about. Yeah, I go see it in the movie theater. Colby's down for the cause. I'm not one of these scumbags that's gonna rip it. You know what I mean? There you go. I the like, interwebs. I like where your head's at, buddy. All right, I did find the line. So go fuck yourself. Saturday, the Roughnecks, the undefeated Roughnecks, and PJ Walker travel to Tampa, Florida. The 0 and 2 Vipers, but Glanville's defense has been playing ball. It's the offense and Mark Tressman that are a mystery. Well, that's a big ass mystery. It's a giant question mark. It's a giant Tressman mark. <laughs> All right, look. They're gonna I'm hoping they fire Tressman. Glanville mm. becomes the head coach. Vipers win 10, 10 XFL championships in a row. <laughs> The Volvas. That's the one That's thing that can really fuck looks me. Like. You know, I'm a Defenders fan, and then I root for the, the Wildcats in, in the West. I got the Defenders in the East. Yeah. But if Glanville becomes head coach, I got to abandon ship on all those teams. Oh, yeah. Everything's out the window. Everything's out the fucking window. If he's Glanville head coach. should be the head coach of the fucking NFL champions every year. The, the, the team that is favored in the Super Bowl should, should automatically should. inherit Jerry Glanville. That's right. All right, look. So the Roughnecks, minus six at Tampa. Saturday, 11 a.m. West Coast kick. Patty C. I'm sticking with the Roughnecks and June Jones because, look, even though I know Glanville's got that defense going, 
And it's Tampa's first home game. What's the spread? Six. Dude, this is uh, this is fucking Cakewalk City. Literally, like people make some money off this. Yeah, well, check us out. If you follow my uh my my uh I do weekly picks over at the sportsgamingpodcast.com. I preview all four games. I do a write-up. Yeah. I was four and oh last week in ATS Boom. XFL. Boom. Making me six and two on the season. Money in the bank. Six and bitches. two on the season. I also had a ten and a half point money line dog in the St. Louis Battlehawks week one. And it hit. Yep. Bang. So uh Take the Roughnecks minus six because PJ Walker can fling the rock all Dude, over the field. This is money in the field. bank. PJ Walker and then fucking over in uh, in Tressmanville, Aaron yeah. Murray week yeah. one. Aaron Murray. St- I don't even know if he's playing this week because they got well, they, they, he's got three quarterbacks playing. I don't know what it's a mess. Uh, Offensively, it's a there? mess. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they do also have Cam Phillips playing ball for the Roughnecks. Fucking three touchdowns last week. My, my DFS wideout. Can we get Spurrier and fucking uh, Granville the on the, the same? The AAF, though, fucked up. Yeah. I mean, I just wish we could have got... There was a couple coaches in the Go AAF. Go from Orlando to Tampa. Spurrier yeah. needs to be in this league. Yeah. Spurrier against Glanville. Oh, that'd be amazing. Every day in practice. Tressman, look, Tressman gets fired. Yeah. Glanville becomes the head coach. Yeah. They're going to expand. Uh, I, I've seen... Down to Miami. I've seen talk... Ex- expanding to Ohio and Philly. They got to have a Southern team there. Just get Spurrier in there. Yeah. Somewhere. Get Spurrier in the South. No, he's got to be in the South. I feel yeah. Like. Gotta yeah. be in the South. Yeah. I like him in the South. Yeah. Talking, you're talking to a guy that met Steve Spurrier two months ago, three Boom. months ago. All right. I know the way he thinks, Patty. See, <laughs> <laughs> you're a like-minded individual. Uh, all right. Look, then we got the renegades, the Dallas renegades at the Seattle dragons, Seattle dragons, man. Look, Dallas, Dallas looked all right. Got the win. We saw them live. But now they go up to Seattle with a lit crowd of 30,000 people. And I imagine it might even be more. Yeah. One and one. Picking up steam. Let me tell you what. And, and I do think this. The more people think that this is like, like they're, they're, there's the hardcore fans. Yeah. And then there are the fans that are the, the sheeple, right? That follow the crowd. And like there's enough hardcore fans that the sheeple are going to start to show up. I know? think so, too. I think so, too. And then when that happens, you're going to see dominance. But... Dallas is a four and a half point favorite at S- Seattle. I'm all over Seattle here. I think, I think Seattle's going to win this game. Yeah, I do too. I like it as a money line play. It's crazy that Landry Jones was a starting quarterback. And we just saw this dude from the third row. First person. Yeah. Nothing special. Yeah. Now he's got to go up to Seattle live crowd. Good defense. Uh, Give me the dragons. I'm on the, I'm on the sea dragons too. <laughs> the Seattle sea dragons. Now, again, the helmet growing on me, I like at least when you look at it from one side. It's fucking garbage. It's a garbage ass helmet. It'll grow on you too. It'll grow on you too. (laughs) Okay. Then comes Sunday. Sunday, the New York Guardians traveling all the way to St. Louis. You want to talk about about a place that's going to be lit, their first home game? And they talk about a team that needs it, New York. Yeah, both are one and one. Both are one and one, but New York looked like shit. They didn't score a point last week. Man, who did New York beat week one? Tampa. Oh, okay. And they beat Never mind. Bad. New York doesn't need it that bad. Well, I can tell you this, though. This crowd's going to be lit. Yeah. St. Louis minus seven and a half is the line. ESPN. This game's going to be awesome because I want to see, I, I, from what I understand, it's going to be a sellout. The Rams stadium playing? is going to, they're playing at the Rams old, old dome. Yeah. It's going to be a fucking sellout. Can you look up how many people that, that thing holds? Yeah, this is at uh, the Dome at America's Center, they're calling it now. Um, 
Let's see. Lewis football stadium. Uh, now they're saying LA Coliseum. Come on, man. I got this fucking shit. I'm just screaming at the fucking microphone. <laughs> what are you uh, talking about over there? Uh, the dome at America's center capacity is 67,277. Jeez. That would be a fucking massive. Are uh, you- I, I, I'm reading this from a day ago. Home opener sells out battle Hawks. See growing fan support with ticket sales. Dude, they're going to put 67,000 seats in an XFL. I, I'm making that assumption. I don't know. Holy shit. Are they, unless they're playing at a different stadium. No, that's where they play the dome, right? Yeah. Called the dome. Yep. Hey, the dome at America's center. Wow. Formerly trans world dome. This place will be Edward Jones dome. I know they're giving away seven and a half points. Who are you taking on this dude? Uh, the, the Hawaii quarterback, uh, Jordan Tamu, Jordan Tamu. Ole Miss. Yeah. He, He looked good to me. He looked really good. I looked better than a former NFL starter in Landry Jones. Give me fucking St. Louis. Or wait, minus no. the seven and a half. New York is uh sorry, I'm looking at New, New York. York's got your book guy, Matt McGline. Who threw his whole team under the bus. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> at halftime, and then like you would think like the coach maybe gave him a pep talk, like, hey, dude, don't fucking do that to your he, team. You're recorded on He does it television. again in the fourth quarter. Uh I think he's since apologized, I think. Um I'm on the battle hawks here. Minus seven and a half. I think I'm they're gonna win you. by ten. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, of the of the quarterbacks that look like they might have a, a shot at the next next step. Yeah. yeah. He's one of the two. PJ Walker, obviously phenomenal. And but. and Cardell Jones. Yeah, that's true. Cardell's playing well. Which gets us to Sunday. 3 p.m. kick on the West. The defenders at the Wildcats. I plan on being at this game. Yes, yes, yes. DC minus seven. I mean, DC's defense is fucking. DC's going to fuck them up. Yeah, I think so. A 2 0 team versus an 0 2 team here. Love you got to figure Josh Johnson will be better, though. Got to be a little bit. Getting a week healthier. Yeah. Can't airmail so got many Got the cobwebs fucking... off. Got the cobwebs yeah. off. Nelson Spruce playing great ball for the Wildcats. Yeah. Former Colorado Buffalo. Got to just you know, throw, 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 that, throw that dick in the air. There you go. So you're taking minus seven. You're going to ride. Because DC, I think, could. Uh, I think DC. I'm actually going to take DC. Has the team ever lived up the term defenders so well as to shut their opponent? That's true. They're fucking now, NC new Nick, rival out. NC Nick asked this question. If the defenders were to play the Redskins tomorrow, <laughs> what would the spread be? And Nick said defenders minus nine. Dude, it's not that. And then NC Nick stretch. then said, I'd lay the points. Because <laughs> look, you got Cardell Jones. Didn't he start over Haskins at one point? Was he in DC? Oh no, yeah, but He's no, I don't know if they were on the same. They were on the same team, yeah. But look, honestly, like if you compare the two at this particular moment, <laughs> I'd take Cardell. I would take Cardell Jones over <laughs> Dwayne, Dwayne, Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. Has a little more potential. He's a long-term project. But if you want to have a football game today, I'm taking to Cardell. I Jones. think I think I agree with that. Yeah. Um. Uh, so okay, you're you're not you're we're going pretty chalk here. We're agree. Do we agree? Just agree on all four games. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Look, I, I hate agreeing with Patty C. All right, I'm gonna throw this fucking drink in his face just for saying that. There you go. Throw throw that drink in my fucking face. I'm gonna throw right? this drink in my face. Oh. Yeah. All right. Look, what else do we got to talk about? Did anyone ask us any other questions? I don't think so. This is the college experience. Oh wait, wait, wait. We might have some questions. What do we got? No, no, no one loves us. No one loves us. All right. How about this guys? 
How about you leave us an iTunes review? We started our own thing. No one has left us an iTunes review since February fucking second. Oh, come on. Come on. Get your ass over there. What do I got to do? Send you another free t-shirt? Got to come to your city, do some more stand-up? Come on. Giving you free comedy? Right? Maybe. Give you a little... Actually, we charge at the door. <laughs> but I gave that money Never to gave you that. That money went to charity, by the That's way. That's right. Went to a fucking cancer patient. Right? Anyway. He helped you be a good person. Colby helped you into heaven. There you go. What All does right? he got to do? Exactly. So please, if you can, we started our own feed. We need more of you. Look, I see the numbers. When I see that many people listening and I see that little of comments, we got a fucking problem. Now, it would be different if I only saw 20 listeners. We're getting ratioed. <laughs> yeah. You know? It'd be different if I saw 20 listeners. Oh, okay. Well, I think everyone left a comment. No. I see way, way fucking more than 20 listeners. 10,000 listeners, yeah. three comments. Yeah. What the hell is going on? Get on there. Uh, help us help you. Because check this out. The more... That you comment, the more that other people check us out because iTunes pushes the more commented podcasts up or to up to the top. Right. You got all this time. You're spanking your monkey. You're drinking yeah. beers. You're doing all this bullshit throughout your day. Take five minutes. minutes Not even five minutes. Day. It's like, like three minutes. Yeah. Take three minutes and tell, tell them all about how stupid we are. Tell them, say whatever you because want. Because then guess what happens? The more that that happens, the more than pa- that me and Patty C get paid. And then the drunker we, we get. <laughs> and if we can ever get to a point where all of a sudden we go around the whole entire U.S. And this is our livelihood nonstop. Right. You don't even have to listen to these fucking idiots go around and, yeah. and, and we'll come to eat corporate shills. We'll, we'll be give in it Albuquerque. To you. We'll yeah. be in Miami. We'll be in all these places. That's we'll right. come visit you at your fucking house. That's right. All right. Your garage. There's going like to be more Mike Leach said. coaches out there. There's going to be more Nick more Rolovich coaches yes. out there. Yes. And who do you want interviewing them? Us or, or fucking yeah, or, or Paul Todd. Feinbaum. Yeah, exactly. Help us help you. All right. So please get over there. You can find us, by the way, on, on we're available. The college experience is available on all platforms. So go check. Like, look, you want to listen to it on this? Okay, it's there. Type in the college experience. Check us out on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We release so much fucking content right now. And by the way, vote on the database sound drop. I'm a 15 seed. They're doing a tournament on the sound drop. They have a database what sound drop. What is your sound drop? It's just like the R2D2 shit. Because it's when I'm re- bringing a college player, the database. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm a 15 seed. Come on. Give the database some love. <laughs> Give him a Twitter vote. Uh, yes, but come on. Uh, we are we are sportsgamingpodcast.com releasing all this great content. NC Nick doing a weekly ACC thing over there. Pretty awesome. Um, uh, we got tons of other XFL content that's really doing well, man. I, I tell you that, Patty. See, our XFL content is destroying. Boom. Like people need to know a shit ton of our hits are XFL hits. Um, check us out on Twitter at the SGP network. Uh, Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore Nick. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Like I said, we release every day. We handicap every single college basketball and college football game for division one. I should mention, we also handle the FCF playoffs and, and, and football, but for college basketball season, we're picking every game, locks included. Every year we've done it over 50% at picking every single game and our locks. Yeah, this year we're could making be, you money. Yeah, this year could be wild. But every day we release them, check us out. With, if, if you don't have Twitter, don't worry. Go to sportsgettingpodcast.com, click college basketball picks, and you'll find it. And if you're on Twitter, I publish them every day. 
the SGP network puts them on every day. And same with at gambling podcast puts them up every single fucking day. Got no excuses here, Patty C. They got to get it. That's right. The grind is real. Every morning we're waking up fucking spitting out these games and giving you winners. So exactly jump on and talk about how fucking amazing we are. Exactly. Please let let, give us some reviews. All right. Patty C. He likes to feel good about himself and he's, he's having a little bit of a midlife crisis right now. Sure. I'm old. I'm fat. (laughs) You know, my dick only works half the time. Look, people help me out. (laughs) Help the guy's dick work. All right, please. Guys, this is the college experience. Patty C, do you want to say anything else? You want that pilot? I want that pilot. Hey, let's have fun. It's a great weekend of college basketball. XFL, baby. XFL. Let's get drunk. Let's have fun. There you go. You heard it here first. This is the college experience. You better start thinking about yours. There we are.